0: Welcome to power thoughts with PK this is power thoughts and I'm PK and I am so excited for you to be here today to hang out with me for the next few minutes well we're continuing our study concerning spiritual gifts I hope yesterday you got revelation and understanding concerning the uh, the utterance gifts uh, inspirational gifts um, which they say something and uh, so i um, today we're going to be looking at the power gifts or at least the first one of the power gifts this um, study since it's so extensive and since we just have 30 minutes it's probably going to be going on for quite a while but that's okay because I think we need to know and understand these things so God can use us in in you know to the fullest uh, degree as we are endeavoring to bring in the harvest in these last days and really um, I've found that Um, the the there's always a a general flow that's happening in the body of Christ and people have a specific focus and you can tell what the Lord's doing by what everybody's saying and uh, if a lot of them are like me um, I say things and then I hear reports later that by you know by people that well this one's preaching about this this one's preaching about this and so it lets me know that I'm in the flow and it really uh, most most of the time uh, we are independent of one another in the sense that we're not kind of listening to one another to try to figure out what we're going to preach we're listening to the Lord and that's what the focus is and so right now it's really on salvation and soul winning that's the general idea well Uh, Because of that, that's why we're teaching the things we are so that you can have knowledge and understanding concerning the things that are going to help us to be the most effective we can be as we, you know, flow with the Spirit of God to win souls and make disciples. And so that's what this hour is. That's what really the main focus of the Spirit is. And so we're endeavoring to reveal some things to you so that you can add them to your life uh, so that the Lord can use you in them as needed when you're trying to minister to the lost or you're trying to also minister to those that are in the body of Christ that need confirmation or direction or guidance. And so with that being said, um, we're going to get started here. But first, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the opportunity I have to hang out with them. I thank you that, Lord, you have a purpose and a plan for uh, this series that we're doing. And uh, however long we have to be doing it, Lord, we're going to continue it. I thank you for the revelation you brought forth and those that have received it. I just believe for you to get this to as as many people as we possibly can so that they will know and understand uh, how or they won't be ignorant, as our scripture says, of things pertaining to the spirit or spiritual insights. And so, Lord, we just give you the glory, honor, and praise. Uh, Just help us to flow with your anointing today. Uh, Reveal your word to them as I'm speaking it. And uh, let, let it be powerful um, as it flows from me. I thank you and praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, hey, like and share this um, uh, on your Facebook page so that, um, again, the people that you're friends with that maybe not be friends with the church can hear this, uh, can, can have the opportunity at least as they're looking through your page and your updates and stuff, they can see at least... Um, At least you know uh, that it's there and they have a choice whether or not to click on it and go ahead and listen so anyway let's uh, go ahead and let's go with our kickoff scripture first Corinthians 12 1 now concerning spiritual gifts brethren I do not want you to be ignorant you know that you were Gentiles carried away with these dumb idols however you were led therefore I make known to you that no one, speaking by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are diversities of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are differences, or diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one to profit with all. For to one is given the word of wisdom, to another through the spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another interpretation of tongues but the one and same spirit works all these things distributing to each one as he wills okay so let's talk about the power gifts okay now the power gifts Again, there are three of these, just like there's three uh, inspirational gifts. Um, remember, the three inspirational gifts were tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. We said that tongues are companion gifts uh, with interpretation of tongues. It usually, when in a ministry setting, if you're going to have tongues, there's got to be an interpretation. That way, um, what's said in the tongue is made manifest uh, through the interpretation to the body so that they can be blessed. If we were looking at these in monetarily form, uh, each of these would be a nickel, right? And then the third one is prophecy, and that's where you don't need a tongue or interpretation tongue. you just go ahead and out of the gate you just prophesy what the Lord is saying without the need of a tongue. Uh, so you're not interpreting, you're prophesying. prophesy to prophesy would be like a dime. So it takes tongues and interpretation to make that dime, which is equal to prophecy, okay? so, in saying that uh tongues interpretation of tongues and prophecy those are the inspirational gifts well the power gifts are gifts of healings the gift of faith and the working of miracles okay so these gifts are gifts in which the holy spirit performs supernatural exploits for man without man's strength or intelligence involved in other words these gifts do something okay um the first gifts say something, and they're inspirational. They're for edification, exhortation, and comfort. These gifts, they do something, okay? So there is a doing part to these, and and these are gifts of healings, a gift of faith, and working of miracles, okay? Now, gifts of healings, this is the one we're going to focus on today, and probably all we're going to get to cover, and then we will take the next one tomorrow, okay? So... The Holy Spirit uses these things to go beyond what man is capable of doing. That would be working miracles or gifts of healings um, or the gift of special faith. These are beyond anything that I can come up with with my strength, my my ability, my intellect. I can't come up with these things. There's no way that I can do these things in and of myself. Okay, First Corinthians 12:9 says to another. Gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Now, this gift is the only plural gift, okay? Meaning that there is more than one. So how do I explain this? Well, okay, so it's not gift of healing. It's gift of healings, okay? So that means that there's more than one manifestation of this gift. How many gifts of healing are there? Well, there is a gift of healing uh, for... Every area of sickness, okay? So there should be at least 39 gifts of healing because there are 39, according to medical science, there are 39 classification of sickness. That means that under that classification of sickness, each sickness that you might have can be placed under one of those 39 categories, okay? So you have a category and then a list, a host of different things. Uh, sicknesses that fall under that category and there's 39 different ones of them i want to remind you that the bible tells us tradition tells us that jesus was whipped 39 times with a cat of nine tails cat of nine tails was not just a whip with nine leather straps no it w- it was in those straps were sold ball bearings, there were sold, sewed, S E W E D, sewed, in them, uh, sewn, or S E W O N, I guess would be. Um, they were laced, I guess that's the best way to say it, with multiple different um, objects so that when they came across the back of the one that was uh, being whipped, it wasn't just a strap coming across their back, but there were different pieces of metal or glass or or things uh, uh, laced into the each each one of those cat of nine tails that it would literally penetrate the flesh and and uh, draw blood I mean it was meant to it was a cruel uh, kind of thing if you saw the passion of the Christ they give a good example of that where they use it one has a hook on the end he swings it at the Guy's table, the head guy's table, and uh, when he pulls it loose, a piece of wood comes flying. Well, imagine what that would do to skin and what it did to Jesus' skin. So, nine tails, 39 stripes, multiple, per, multiple objects laced into each tail. Well, that's so that each thing that penetrated Jesus' body with each strike, nine, nine straps hitting his back at once... The, that multiplied is meant to uh, portray every sickness and disease that man could have in those 39 categories okay so 39 stripes for 39 different areas of sickness 39 different gifts of healing okay so Jesus commanded us to use or command us to be vessels of his healing virtue he said to them heal the sick cleanse the leper he said, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out demons, speak with new tongues, uh, take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Okay? Supernatural. Every one of those things is a supernatural manifestation of the Spirit of God. So um, Jesus declared that we are to be vessels used to release His divine healing into the world, okay? Now, again, Mark sixteen seventeen. I quoted it, but let's go ahead and read it uh, once again. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So, these particular gifts are meant to be used by um, the body of Christ. We are to be the vessels that he flows through in order for these manifestations to happen. Is this gift limited? I have to say that this gift is only limited by man's willingness or unwillingness to allow God to use him in this gift. A lot of believers, folks, have no uh, willingness or even no inkling or desire to flow or to cooperate with God in this area they don't even think about uh, gifts of healings working through them as a matter of fact they believe it's for guys like uh, Benny Hinn or Smith Wigglesworth or back in the day John G. Lake or A.A. A. Allen or Earl Roberts you know uh, you know faith healers they, they they believe that it's for specific people but it is one of these nine manifestations that it says uh, are are delved out or are released into men's lives as the spirit wills. I believe it's more as there's a need, and the individual is willing to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and say, Look, Lord, here I am if you need if you need to use me in a gift of healing, then use me in a gift of healing. Also, these gifts will accompany ministry gifts and and so what I'm saying is... Most ministry gifts, whether you're a pastor, uh, a, a teacher, an apostle, a prophet, or an evangelist, will have one or more of these manifestations consistently uh, flowing in their life. In my case, as a pastor, uh, the the gift of prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues flows with my with my ministry. So, in essence, I can. Those are gifts that. That, um, how do I put it that are verifying gifts of my call they go with my call and so whenever it's time for a tongue or an interpretation to come I can in any given service I can give that even if I'm at some other person's church I through the spirit of the Lord uh, can be sensitive to, to, to where in that service because of my call or my gift as a pastor I can I can anytime it's supposed to come forth or happen I can do it um also prophecy is an earmark of my ministry prophecy um, uh, I can prophesy I can give it in a church or if I'm ministering to someone laying hands on them many times I can prophesy over them because it's a gift that accompanies my office as pastor Uh, as well there is a gift of healing on my life for stomachs now we said you know there's 39 different classes diseases so there's at least 39 gifts of healing well when i was a young man at 19 um, the lord told uh, actually in a service i went to pray for this guy and by the spirit of the lord i mean it just rose up within me i i didn't do this regularly but i i just remember lay your i remember the thought coming to me lay your hands on his sides and on his stomach and pray for healing and so i laid my hands on his sides and i reached around to his stomach And I laid hands on his stomach because he was in the altar praying and I came up behind him to lay hands on him you know, while he was praying and agree with him. And then I I got this word from the Lord so I reached down, put my hands on his side and then reached around to his stomach and prayed for healing of his stomach and he was healed instantly, healed instantly. And that gift has accompanied my life since that time. Well, after the service, the man, there was a testimony time at the end of service and the man got up there and said, the Lord told me that I was supposed to come to this youth meeting tonight because it was in a youth meeting. And, uh, you know, I don't think I even preached in that youth meeting, but we just had altar call and some of us youth were just praying for people. But he said, the Lord told me to come here tonight. He says, my stomach has been messed up for more than two weeks and I haven't been able to keep any solid food down. I, you know, always I, I, um, you know, vomited up. And he said, the Lord told me to come here. And he said, whoever lays, your hands, whoever lays his hands on your sides and on your stomach, tell him, I'm going to use him in the gift of healing for stomachs. And, and uh, this is a gift that's going to be on him the rest of his life. Well, that's been the case. And so, like, I have to say, if it's a true stomach issue, uh, every time I pray for someone with a true stomach issue, uh, then I've seen them healed that will those signs accompany my ministry right so but for the rest of the body of Christ and for those who may not be in a ministry office um, God wants to use you but you have to be willing and so you're only limited by your willingness to be used of God and what you're unwilling to do he will not force on you right Philippians 2 25 and 26 says this yet I considered it necessary to send to you Ephaphroditus my fellow my brother fellow worker and fellow soldier but your messenger and the one who ministered to my needs since he is since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you heard he was sick the Apostle Paul could not heal everyone he had to leave behind members of his evangelistic party Um, now These gifts are as the Spirit wills, and so I can't tell you why in this case that he was not able to heal this particular man. Uh, But uh, in this case, he sent him back to where he came from, right? Now, it may be that this man, uh, you know, didn't feel like he could be healed. It may be that that Paul uh, just didn't get an unction from the Holy Spirit for that. Well, Luke 4.38 Verse 39 says that Jesus left the synagogue and went home to Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on him. Simon Peter had to call on Jesus to heal his mother-in-law. Okay, Acts 8, 7 and 8. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed, so there was great joy in the city. Again, this is concerning Philip, and it said that that the sick were brought to Philip, and many were healed. Um, Philip was willing to be used. Uh, Peter was willing to be used. We know that Paul many times was used to heal this one and that one. Acts five sixteen crowds gathered, also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed all that brought all that were brought to the apostles in this case were healed right why because they were willing to allow these gifts of healing to work through them okay if they hadn't been willing no one would have gotten healed so how to be healed there are many ways to be healed so how is it possible for us to be healed well we can pray for ourselves, that's the best way right To pray for myself and i do that through the uh just the prayer of faith and receiving healing by the word um i can have a member of my family lay hands on me and who knows a gift of healing might come upon them and they can uh, immediately healing can come and i can get up like peter's mother-in-law or we can send for the elders of the church, according to James 5.14. Is there anyone sick among you? Uh, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing with oil, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now the Bible says the prayer of faith will save the sick, and if he's committed any sins, they will be forgiven him. So you can send for the elders. So you can do any of these things. Uh, you can pray the prayer of agreement. But there is a gift of healing for whatever's going on and if you can't get it yourself and if you can't get it through the laying on of hands of a family member you can call for the elders of the church and this gift of healing can work okay so i need to maybe think about this where does healing come from well healing comes from god and actually uh if you want to get down to it healing is part of God's nature it is part of who he is see God doesn't make anything bad God doesn't make anything corrupt God doesn't make anything incomplete uh, God doesn't doesn't make anything that is uh, needing something God when he created anytime he's created we see that it was good God made it it was complete there was nothing lacking and it was good right so healing is part of God's divine nature notice what Exodus 15:26 says he said if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes if you pay attention to his commands and keep all of his decrees he said none of the diseases that came upon the Egyptians will come upon you for I am the Lord who heals you. That's part of his nature. He ha- He is the Lord who heals us. It's, it's who he is. It's not just what he does, but it's who he is. God desires to flow his power through us. That power, that life, is meant to eradicate any incompleteness, any imperfection, any... Uh, sickness or disease or anything that, that goes against his character or nature. All of these things belong to you because it's in the nature of God and the Lord wants you to walk in them because again, it is his nature but you must first make Jesus the Lord of your life before you qualify for them. See, God's nature is that everyone be made whole. I mean, think about this. God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that through him the world might be saved that word saved is the, the Greek word sozo or a Greek word either sozo or "teria." I'd have to look it up but it's one of those two words I can guarantee you that both of those words in in the scriptures that they're set in carry the idea of healing deliverance safety soundness and preservation and so when jesus sent his when god sent his son jesus into the world not to condemn the world but that through him the world might be saved he was sending him into the world so that they could be healed delivered made safe made sound and made completely whole Healing, deliverance, safety, soundness, and preservation. He, he wants to do it all in us. So when he sent his son, he sent him to bring about all of those things. Healing, which is one of the, the first ones he mentions, one of the main things he wants to do. Gee, God is into healing and wholeness. He's not into incompleteness, lack, or needfulness. And so these gifts of healing are meant to restore man to the place that God Has created him to be from his origin from his origination healing is part of who God is and therefore he wants it to be part of not just what happens to us but part of what lives in us his healing virtue his life his presence his completeness his fullness right he wants you to walk in the fullness of his life in divine health divine life, completely walking above every sickness and disease. And then he wants you to be a carrier of that if you're willing to be used of him to take it to those who are lost and dying. He wants to to heal them. He wants to complete them. He wants to make them whole. So it's up to you and I, as members of the body of Christ, to press in and to lay hold of this gift. We need to say, here am I, Lord send me with the gift of healing for whatever need is before me. If it's a a tumor, send me with that gift of healing. If it's a stomach issue, send me with that gift of healing. If it is a cancer, send me with that gift of healing to eradicate that. Whatever it might be, whatever of those 39 classes what that person is dealing with might be, help me, Father God, to flow in it, move in it, And be used by your spirit as he wills in order to bring about their total and complete restoration and healing. You and I need, need, need to be hungry for this. We need to press in. We need to desire it because he wants to use you in it.